We are starting, though, with some concerns about a Delta Seniors Housing Cooperative. And it's being criticized because, according to those who are against this plan, there are plans that would ban couples from living together unless they are spouses. That would mean no roommates, no family members living in the same units. And some say this is discriminatory and it is cruel. Well, joining us to talk more about this is Kathleen Ruff. Kathleen Ruff is BC's very first, uh, BC's, I'll get this uh, get this straight, she's the first director of the Human Rights Branch here in BC. Kathleen, thank you so much for being with us. You're very welcome. This is a seniors housing cooperative, the Crescent Downs Housing Cooperative in Delta, and one of the policies is raising some concerns. Tell us a bit about that if you can. Yes, um, what happened, the way I got involved was because um, I was asked uh, by a friend to help because uh, um, her, her dad and her sister were living at the co-op. And what happened was that in 1998, when the dad and his wife joined the co-op, you were allowed to have a family member uh, be a joint member with you and live with you at the co-op. Um, but then in 1999... The co-op changed its the lease, and it said family members were forbidden. You couldn't live with a family member. It's a seniors co-op, and um, it said you could only live with with a spouse. And so, um, what they found out was that in 1999, when they adopted this policy, they neglected to register it with the BC government, which meant that it was not enforceable. So um, they realized this when. Um, my friend's father, who was widowed and was old and vulnerable, and uh, his daughter had moved to live with him. Um, when he told the co-op that his daughter was moving to live with him, they said, no, no, she cannot. She must go. We don't allow family members. This is an elderly man in his late 80s with health problems who cannot survive alone. And so... Um, they were extremely distraught and scared. And so then the co-op wrote again to them saying, oh, we made a mistake. Um, we realized that um, we did not register the new lease. And so um, your daughter is allowed to live with you, but she is not a member of the co-op and she has no survivor's rights. And so for um, the past four years, they were living together, but with a lot of fear and moving ahead to now bring in the same rule, prohibiting a family member from living with you, but to also register it and enforce it. And as soon as it would be um, registered, um, the lease that this gentleman had would be null and void, and he, his daughter would, would not be allowed to, to stay there. And so... Um, they were living with a lot of anxiety and asked me to help them. So I made, a com- I made uh, two complaints a year ago in September 2021 with the BC Human Rights Tribunal. Um, and uh, a year later, um, nothing has happened. Um, I think our human rights system is, is, is broken. And so in the meantime, he has died living under distress and I was unable to to get a justice for him, a hearing for him. And his daughter is being evicted right now. 
Um, and and she's so then I decided I'd make a complaint on behalf of all seniors because I think this is so wrong. Uh, we should be helping seniors, not punishing seniors. Right. And, and Kathleen, so she's being evicted because while they allowed her to move in, like you said, so she, but she didn't become an owner or co-own the co-op, his portion of the co-op with him. She was, I mean, technically, I guess, under their eyes, she was a roommate and now she's being evicted? They um, gave her and, and her dad to understand that she could not be a member of the co-op because they said that they were forced to allow her to to live there because they hadn't um, registered um, their their new lease, which prohibited a family member. So they said, we are reluctantly allowed, we are reluctantly forced to allow you to live there, but you are not a member and you have no survivor's rights. And the dad and, and the daughter understood that they were not allowed to be members. And so, um, and, and now, um, She's being, you know, her case is going forward, so I, I won't get into details about that. I'm hoping that, you know, some action will take place. It's a year later, and I'm hoping that the Human Rights Tribunal will be able to set up a hearing so um, her, her case can be looked at. I asked the Housing Court to um, please wait until the Human Rights Tribunal had ruled on her case that I filed for her um, before evicting her, but they refused. And I felt that was um, very, very um, regrettable in that it sends a message um, to the province that the housing co-op doesn't really give much of a rat for the human rights legislation of BC and are going ahead anyway. Um, They also have given no reason for, for their policy. They have refused to talk to try to settle the complaint. They have rejected the Human Rights Tribunal um, mediation session. They refused to participate in that. So what they have done is, is cause the, the, the issue to drag on and drag on and drag on and drag on. And I think most people w- would, would give up. And certainly an ordinary person on their own, they wouldn't stand a prayer of dealing with this. And to my mind, you know, we need more kindness in our world. We need more respect and cooperation and, and solidarity. And that is what the cooperative movement is supposed to stand for. And I totally support the cooperative movement. I'm a big supporter of it. But the, the way this co-op is acting is, is the complete opposite of cooperation and kindness. And I've not been able to get anyone else to take action. And so, uh, you know, I've been taking action and I've now filed a complaint on behalf of all seniors um, that this policy, um, which they adopted in 1999, they forgot to register, and they are now seeking to to register any, to approve and um, enforce any moment, is is discriminatory and, and is demeaning to seniors. And we should not take away the right of seniors to choose to live with a family member who is also a senior. Right. So, and so the policy is, if I'm clear on this, the policy that they want to, to, to bring in or to make sure it's it, for this particular co-op, that if two seniors, because you have to be, I think, 55 plus to live in this co-op, if two 
people that want to live together, they have to be either married or in a marriage-like union. It can't be, say, a roommate or, or two family members who aren't spouses. Is that correct? That's correct. And, and you mentioned this, I think, or trying to get answers from the co-op. What, do you have any idea what the reasoning is why they want that restriction in place? They've never given any reason. Which, again, I think is the opposite of cooperation and openness and, and, and respect. Um, no, they've given no reason. And um, the other thing that troubles me is that members of the co-op, um, I'm concerned that they have not been provided accurate information because they have been told that the Cooperative Housing Federation of British Columbia supports this rule, but it does not. It opposes this rule. And I've asked them to please um, inform their members that they were given incorrect, um, deceiving information. And I, I can't, they won't tell me, they won't answer me. So I, I the members, I believe, um, as far as I know, are not aware that the policy that they are moving to adopt um, is not is opposed by the by the um, Federation of Housing Corps in BC. And the other thing is that once they pass the rule, like they're supposed to be having a vote on it any time now, and I think that you know likely they'll approve it because they think the BC Federation uh, of Housing Corps wants them to adopt this rule. Once they adopt it, they register it with the BC government, with BC registries. BC registries will automatically register it. I spoke with them, the, the deputy registrar phoned me and explained that they have no power um, to refuse to register a rule, even if it's discriminatory. And so then it becomes enforceable. And so then in BC, um, we're allowing um, seniors to be stripped of the right to choose to live with a family member in a loving, safe, respectful relationship and um, with no reason given for it. I just think um, this is just so wrong and it's going backwards on human rights uh, from a, a housing cooperative which should be a leader for human rights and should be doing everything possible to support vulnerable seniors and respect them and allow them the choice um, to live with a family member. If you're widowed, this gentleman was 91 years of age. He was widowed. Getting a spouse was not an option for him. And in any case, no one should be ordered to get a spouse, right, if they right. or otherwise live alone. And he couldn't live alone. He couldn't survive alone. And so this is, um, I think, a, a demeaning way of treating seniors. And it's a serious stripping away and weakening of human rights in BC. Um, so I'm hoping we will get um, a hearing at the Human Rights Tribunal. I hope that there will be some action about this. I hope that other people in the province care about this, that we should be a province that is kind to seniors, not, not, doesn't treat them in a discriminatory way that endangers their survival. Uh, so, Kathleen, is that the state that it's at now as far as are you waiting uh, to get a hearing? Uh, and that'll be the next step? Or what do you see as uh, the potential next step here? I have no idea what will be the next step. The um, Human Rights Tribunal um, scheduled mediation sessions for both the father's complaint and for the daughter's complaint. And the, the, the court refused to participate in mediation sessions. 
And so father has since died uh, in June, and so his human rights case is is disappeared, doesn't exist anymore. And hope um, will be setting up a hearing at some point soon. I, I have no idea when. The complaint that I have, the third complaint I've filed on behalf of all seniors, the um, tribunal has um, acknowledged receipt of the complaint, giving it a have given it a case number, but they have not decided yet whether they will accept it or not. So I'm in the dark as to what will happen. Well, Kathleen, we will continue following this and seeing what happens next. But thank you so much for joining us and for raising awareness and attention to this and for for bringing this out today. Thank you. Thank you very much.